السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته الحمد لله الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام الأتمان الأكملان على خير خلق الله أجمعين وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن سار على سبيله ونهجه ومن استن بسنته ومن اهتدى بهديه إلى يوم الدين أما بعد وقد قال تعالى في قرآن المجيد والفرقان الحميد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم فقلت استغفروا ربكم إنه كان غفارا يرسل السماء عليكم مدرارا ويمددكم بأموال وبنين ويجعل لكم جنات ويجعل لكم أنهارا صدق الله العظيم All praise, all thanks is only due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Yet again has given us this beautiful opportunity of gathering in the house of Allah ta'ala on the Mubarak day of Jumu'ah we start off by thanking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for this great favor of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We make dua to Allah ta'ala that He allows us to see many, many more days of Jumu'ah. And we make dua that He allows us to appreciate this day of Jumu'ah and allows us that He makes it such that the last day of our earthly life is Mubarak day of Jumu'ah. Allah ta'ala has made it such that we in this world, and in this world we will face many different conditions, and many times we will be exposed to sin. And when we exposed to sin, many times we will falter, we will slip, we will make mistakes. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it such that He has made a solution for us when we spoil and soil ourselves in sin and we err and we make mistakes. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, like how He has made water, when a person's car is messed, a person's house is messed, the windows are dirty, anything needs to be washed, the carpet needs to be washed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it beautiful thing like water for us to use. So similarly, like how we have water to clean our cars, clean our houses, clean our toilets, clean our windows, like that we got different types of detergents to help to clean. Like that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it such that when we slip and fall, then we are spoiling and we are messing and we are polluting this Mubarak clean heart of ours. Which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it such that we are born, it's pure. And the aim of a person in this world is the day he dies, his heart must be like the day he was born pure, clean, present that clean heart in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So in between this dirt that comes, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it such that we got istighfar. We got this simple seeking of forgiveness, which helps to clean this heart. Sometimes a person takes all the trouble, he'll make sure and he'll ensure that his car is clean, his house is clean, his body is clean, his clothes are clean, and this is important, very important. But how often do we think, is my heart clean? And how do I need to clean it? What polish, what detergent is there? That when I'm committing sins, I'm looking at the wrong, I'm hearing wrong, I'm speaking wrong, I'm sometimes eating wrong, I'm communicating in the wrong way. What am I doing now to clean, to do an internal cleanse? Not a colon cleanse, but the cleanse of the heart. There is something known as istighfar. And this istighfar has major, major benefits. Sometimes we just overlook it. In one hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned, مَنْ لَزِمَ الْإِسْتِفْتَارِ جَعَلَ اللَّهُ لَهُ مِنْ كُلِّ ذِيقٍ مَخْرَجًا وَمِنْ كُلِّ هَمٍ فَرَجًا وَرَزَقَهُ اللَّهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبٍ Abu Dawood Sharif riwayat, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned, that person that is regular, that person who is continuously making istighfar, what benefits does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give him? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will remove all types, remove him from all types of constraints. 
Today we have different types of constraints. Sometimes it's constraint with the family, sometimes it's with the business, sometimes it's other issues that are worrying us. But everyone, no one can say that I'm free of every type of constraint. Everyone has got some difficulty, some hardship that he's going through. It doesn't matter who he is, he goes through difficulties. We are in this world, this is Darul Imtihan. Allah Ta'ala will test us. But one of the benefits of istighfar is Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala will take him out of these constraints. It will make it easy for him. He'll find a way out for him, a solution out of the constraint. وَمِن كُلِّ هَمِّن فَرَجَا And every type of anxiety Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will remove because of istighfar. Such a simple thing, person say, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. In one minute we can say astaghfirullah more than 100 times. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was pure, he was clean of any type of sin. But he says that I make istighfar in one riwayat 70 times a day, in another riwayat 100 times a day. This Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We are so full of sins, how much more do we sit, do we need and make istighfar? Asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us. Anyway, this is one of the benefits of istighfar. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, وَرَزَقَهُ اللَّهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبُ Allah will provide for this person from sources he never thought of. He turned to Allah, he was honest, he was clean, he was clear. He asked Allah Ta'ala to forgive him. Allah Ta'ala now will provide for him from sources he never thought of. I don't know, I mentioned an incident of one brother. I won't mention which province he phoned from, staying in a country town. But one of the provinces in South Africa, he phoned to say, at that time he wanted to ask. He says that I got a cottage on the beachfront and... The agent is telling me that if you just put a television in this unit of yours, tomorrow I can get for you a tenant at 25,000 rand a month. And it was looking very attractive. It's just one of his investments. Looking attractive, what should I do? If I just put a television and I don't tell the people, he's questioned to me, I don't tell them they must watch. They watch on their own. I told him, don't play games with Allah Ta'ala. If something is haram, is haram. If television is haram, we don't try to make loopholes and make it halal. We know, we admit, we confess it's haram. If we happen to watch, we'll make toba, we'll come clean. So he said, that's enough for me, I'm not putting it. When a person turns to Allah, he trusts in Allah, but he doesn't test Allah. Remember that. So I didn't see him after that. And after some time, he met me now recently. He said, I want to tell you something. He said, at that time, you told me, don't take this. Uh, Refuse it. Don't put a television in your unit. He says, about one week after that, he says, when Arab person approached me, and not 25,000, he said, I'll give you 30,000 for your unit every month. That's from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he said, I took out every doubtful thing from my business. I took it out from my business. And he said, I want to tell you that Allah ta'ala showed me so much of barakat by me taking up doubtful. He said, just in the December month, over 100 million rand was my turnover. One month. That that's when you trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You come out, you leave out all those things that are doubtful. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala provides for you. Min la yahtasib. Where you never even thought of Allah ta'ala will make a way out. Sometimes we think that we have to turn to haram so that we can increase our business. We have to turn to the banks so that we can increase our profits. We have to use the wrong agencies and the wrong avenues. Sometimes the thought is there that we're living in this world. There's no such thing. If we turn and do the right thing, you think Allah Ta'ala will ever leave us alone? He never left us in the womb of the mother. He took care of us in the womb of the mother. He's taking care of us in the womb of the dunya. He will take care of us in the womb of the qabr. And Allah Ta'ala will take care of us in the womb of akhirat. How can we ever doubt that if we're going to do the right thing here, Allah Ta'ala is going to abandon us. So anyway, this is the benefits of istighfar. The, the ayat of the Quran which I read in the khutbah, Nabi Nuh alayhi salatu salam, Allah Ta'ala is explaining that now he is telling his people, he is telling his people, istighfiru rabbakum. That make istighfar. Turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whatever gunas you did, turn to Allah. Innahu kana ghaffara. Allah Ta'ala is of forgiving. Allah Ta'ala is very, very forgiving. 
The benefits of making istighfar is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will send down rain in abundance, something that we all need. And people that are staying in the Arab countries, how much more they appreciate the rain, much, much more than us. One of the benefits by you making istighfar is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will provide for you. In other words, Allah will provide for you. يُرْسِلِ السَّمَاءَ عَلَيْكُمْ مِدْرَارًا وَيُمْدِدْكُمْ بِأَمْوَالِ وَبَنِينَ Allah will increase your wealth, Allah will increase your children. Who doesn't want this? Increase of wealth and increase of children. Obviously in the halal way, everyone wants it. Everyone would like to have many children. People that don't have children, how much they try, make dua and try different things to have children. One of the ways or the benefits of istighfar is increase you in wealth. وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ جَنَّاتِهُ وَيَجْعَلْ لَكُمْ أَنْهَارًا Allah will grant you gardens and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant you rivers and streams. In other words, the benefits of the dunya and the akhirat, Allah ta'ala will give you by making istighfar. Such a great thing. Now, one of the istighfar that we have shown is known as Sayyidul Istighfar. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has made mention of this of this istighfar. Hazrat Shaddad ibn Aus radiyallahu anhu in Bukhari Sharif he says that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned that Sayyidul Istighfar ayyakul al-abd that the Sayyid, the head, the best of all istighfar that a person can make is this istighfar. Allahumma anta rabbi la ilaha illa anta that oh Allah, you are my Rabb. La ilaha illa anta, there's no one else besides you, oh Allah. I'm turning to you, in other words, my focus here is not on this friend of mine, it's not on that Client of mine is on no one, Allah, my focus is on you. Allahumma anta rabbi, la ilaha illa anta. An khalaqtani wa ana abduka, oh Allah, you created me and I'm your servant. Humbling yourself. One of the ways of making istighfar is a person humbles himself in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa ana ala ahdika wa wa'adika mastata'at. Oh Allah, from the best of my ability, I will try and fulfill your covenant. The covenant that I take to you and the dictates that flow the government covenant, in other words, what we ought to do, the ibadat and the obedience that we ought to show to Allah, Allah, to the best of my ability, I will try and be obedient to you. The next part of this hadith, Oh Allah, I seek your protection from all the gunas that I have committed. I am open cards. I am not trying to justify any sin. What gunas I have committed, Oh Allah, I am asking you to forgive me. Next part of the dua, Abu Lakabi. Abu laka bi ni'matika alayya. Oh Allah, I am confessing there are so many ni'mats you have given me. This is the highlight of this dua, where a person confesses. Oh Allah, open kazi Allah, I am happy. So many ni'mats you have given me. You have given me a family, you have given me children, you have given me friends, oh Allah. You have given me iman, you have given me masajid, you have given me ulama. You have given me so many ni'mats, oh Allah. I am confessing these ni'mats and I am being open and I appreciate these ni'mats that you have given me. Wa abu ubi dhambi, O Allah, I am confessing my sins. Allah Ta'ala loves this confession. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala loves. This is a very, very important ingredient in making istighfar. In asking Allah Ta'ala for forgiveness, is a person confesses that what I have done is wrong. He doesn't try to justify in any way. If I know interest is haram, interest is haram, I don't take any benefits from the bank, I avoid the banks. If I know looking at women is haram, I don't look at them. I don't try and justify haram and try and see how I can make a loophole and make it halal. I'm happy with what Allah Ta'ala has made halal. I'm happy with what Allah Ta'ala has made haram. I don't look for any type of loopholes. The next part of this, this dua or this istighfar, the Sayyid al-Istighfar, فَغْفِرْ لِي فَإِنَّهُ لَا يَغْفِرُ الذُّنُوبَ إِلَّا أَنْتَ Oh Allah, forgive me. Except you, Allah, so forgive me. 
And in the hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned, مَنْ قَالَهَا مِنَ النَّهَارِ مُوْقِنًا بِهَا فَمَاتَ مِنْ يَوْمِهِ قَبْلَ اَيْ يُمْسِيَا فَهُوَ مِنْ أَهْلِ الْجَنَّةِ That person who makes this dua, this one I just read to you now, he makes this dua in the morning, and he passes away before the evening, this person will be from the dwellers of Jannat. The benefit of making this dua, he be from the dwellers of Jannat, and Rasulullah, so long he does it with yaqeen, that this is the words of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, it can never be false. I'm doing it with yaqeen and conviction, he will enter Jannah. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned, that person who makes this dua with conviction at night and he passes away before the morning, he will enter Jannah, he will be from the dwellers of Jannah. So easy, so simple. Istighfar is something so important. I'll mention one incident and we'll terminate. Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal, rahmatullah alayhi, was a great muhaddis, was a great faqih, was a great scholar of Islam. The Hanbali Mazhab, we know, started off from Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal, Rahmatullah Ali. So on one occasion he was traveling in those days, the travel wasn't like us, where we got travel a certain stops, we got person stays over in a lodge, in a self-catering, or sometimes in a hotel, wherever he's traveling, there's some accommodation. In those days, they would, if there was a masjid or an area, they would stay in the masjid, and from there they would continue. So he was traveling, it was now night, so he was there at one town, and there was a masjid, so a simple village masjid, so he thought that he'll take some rest in the masjid. But the caretaker of that masjid didn't allow him to stay there. And what the caretaker did was he pulled him out. Old man, shabby man. Now he could have, he was a very, very popular person. Very famous person. But look at him. He didn't announce who he was. He didn't tell anybody. It was an unknown town. People in the town didn't know him by sight. And he wasn't the type of person that wanted to advertise himself. Allah Ta'ala save us and forgive us. Today every person wants to put his picture on Instagram. Facebook, this is where I am and this is where I went. Everyone wants to advertise himself and wants to advertise what he's doing and wants to advertise where he's going. One of the greatest scholars of Islam, he didn't even let the people of that town know who he was and where he was. He didn't tell anyone. I don't want to tell anyone, Allah knows where I am, Allah Ta'ala who knows, knows who I am, why do I need to advertise myself? And sometimes Allah Ta'ala saves us, save us, his people even advertise their photographs. Firstly, photographs you should never ever get involved. They take photographs with Ghair Maharam woman and they're proud to show it and advertise it. What could are we involving ourselves in? So anyway, Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal, he didn't want to tell anybody who he was. So the caretaker saw this old man thinking that he's some street person. He pulled him out of the masjid, dragged him out of the masjid. And when he pulled him out, there was one baker that was there. So the baker saw him, he felt sorry for this old man. He said, never mind, you come spend the night with me in my house. See, when Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal went to spend the night with him in his house, he saw that his mouth was lips were moving all the time, this baker's lips. So he asked him, what are you reading? He said, I make istighfar all the time. All the time I'm making istighfar. This is my habit. So Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal rahmatullahi asked him, that what is the benefits you found from this istighfar? So he said, I found that whatever dua I made, Allah Ta'ala answered my dua. Whatever dua I made, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala answered my dua. There's only one dua that he hasn't answered. So Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal rahmatullahi asked him, what is that one dua that you made that he hasn't answered? I said, oh Allah, before I die, let me meet Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal rahmatullahi let me meet him. So Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal rahmatullahi told him, to answer your dua, Allah Ta'ala dragged me out of the masjid and brought me to your doorstep. Because of your dua, Allah Ta'ala has done that. So in other words, that dua also got fulfilled. So respected friends and elders, time is up. This istighfar is something that is very, very important. We should always try and engage in istighfar. Make istighfar all the time. And this istighfar is something that will help us to navigate through different, different scenarios. May Allah Ta'ala give us all the tawfiq of making amal. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin.